you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card member, you'll know a thing or two about an expertly packed capsule wardrobe that balances business and leisure. So you can go from conference sleek to cocktail party chic with a few new accessories. You can hustle from 9 to 5 before exploring with ease from 5 to 9. Because you're the chief excursion officer. The Delta SkyMiles Platinum Business American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know business. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, national average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Sirius XM Radio presents, in conjunction with House of Athlete, I am athlete tonight. What up, what up, what up, what up, everyone? This is I am athlete tonight. I'm your host, 10-year NFL defensive lineman. Lee J. Doosboy, you know I'm with my guys. Six-time Pro Bowl running back, two-time Super Bowl champ, Mr. Crazy Work himself, LaShawn Shady McCoy, and 2014 All-Pro defensive back, Adam Pacman Jones, the guy that knows everybody. You know what, fellas? I love when you two are on the show together. You know why? One, I know we're going to keep it real. And two, we're going to have good conversation because you guys literally never agree on anything. Oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. <laughs> yes, they do. <laughs> How y'all boys been, though, man? Man, we've been good, man. Running through the city near you. Shady, what's up, baby? What's up, Pac? How you doing, OG? You all right? Man, we good, man. You know. Yeah, it's been a while since Pac been on. I know uh, we had a few of the podcast episodes, and I know, Shady, you was on yesterday, and I, I was off yesterday. But it's good to have my guys back in the studio, man. Yeah, man. Talk I, I, business, I, I, man. I will say oh, this. Man. Oh, Lord, go ahead. <sighs> Dudes. What's up? It, it hurt me that he wasn't here yesterday. <laughs> I heard, I heard <laughs> you yesterday, man. Yeah, I appreciate your, that, my your, guy. Your guy was struggling. It, he was struggling, not the not the, the host, you know what I'm saying, but struggling with small things like not reading, but reading the numbers. Like <laughs> two, three, four, five, <laughs> call Mad Door Sports. You know, something like Simple that. Simple stuff like that. <laughs> and then we, we had a special, special guest. Ashley Nicole Moss, she did a great, great job. I was very impressed, man, of the knowledge that she has about the game. I could tell that her father sat in front of the TV on Sundays and let her watch some football. At an early age. At an early age. <laughs> well, we got a great show, man. Let's go ahead and jump into it today. Uh, we have first-round pick in Pro Bowl defensive line. Uh, let First Pro Bowl defensive lineman Leonard Williams talks about the show live to talk all things New York football giants. I know our producer Purnell is super happy about that. Chet Holmgren gets buckets in his NBA Summer League debut and dominates on the defensive end. And Terry McLaurin feels Carson Wentz doesn't get enough respect for his toughness in the pocket. But first, we were all wondering if Baker Mayfield would get traded or could him and the Browns potentially patch their relationship up just in case Deshaun Watson was suspended for a significant length? Well, the Browns have decided to trade Baker Mayfield to the Carolina Panthers. First reported by NFL Network, the Cleveland Browns and Carolina Panthers have reached an agreement to send quarterback Baker Mayfield to Carolina in return for a 2024 
fifth round conditional draft pick. Mayfield's salary will be covered by the Panthers. $4.85 million and the Browns will account for $10.5 million. Now, this is important that you guys realize this next information. Mayfield has agreed to forego the remainder of his $18.8 million salary to facilitate this deal happening, which, which, which will happen pending a physical. The source said, ultimately, Baker Mayfield is taking a $3.5 million pay cut to make sure that this deal happens. And he goes on to Carolina. Now Mayfield became expendable for the Browns. Once Cleveland traded for Deshaun Watson and gave him a guaranteed contract. And to add to this storyline, the Browns play the Carolina Panthers in week one. Deshaun Shady McCoy, what is your initial reaction to Baker Mayfield heading to the Carolina Panthers? Well, first of all, Let's not let's not get out of proportion with this. All right. <laughs> what do you mean get out of proportion? 3.5. You know, that's that's nothing. When you get 3.5? 18 million dollars? Right? Well, no, no. So he's gonna get he's gonna he, he was getting 18.8. So that's right? five, 15 something. Yeah, he's getting 15 okay, something. All right, come on, brother. But you know Still what? Bomb. 15, What's crazy? crazy There's now. another quarterback on that know. on that team that was in the same draft class that's gonna be getting 18.8, and he might be the backup in Sam Donald. Oh wow. Well, I I say, I say <laughs> so. I am happy. Hey, Shady, that. that's not a Mike Shady. You know the answer to that question. He's talking about he might be a backup to <laughs> get out of here. I, I just think that, you know, for, for them to 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 reach a deal with him, I'm happy for him, actually. Seriously. Yeah. Because I thought he played bad out there with the Browns, right? And they you thought he played bad. Yeah, and they, and they thought the same. That's what what about moved. in 2020? Well, hold on, hold on. So they, they move him, right? Yeah. Now that he's 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 going to the Panthers, we'll see what happens over there. I think he has some weapons. I'm not sure if the running game is that strong. Um, as a quarterback, you know this. That's the best thing. Your best friend is a, is a running game, you know. But I'm happy they got a, a, another opportunity. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, Pac-Man, what do you think about Baker Mayfield being traded to the Carolina Panthers? What you mean? <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> you, you, you understand what I'm saying? So okay. this is what you got to look at. $10 million of the dollars. Who's paying Folks, you just said to say it again. Yeah, the Carolina, Cleveland. I mean, Cleveland. The Cleveland Browns. But are I mean, Cleveland is paying yeah. ten million of, the, of of this 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 bonus right here. Yeah. I mean, whatever it is, the uh, the the the. I got you. You know what I'm saying? The payment for the year. He getting paid yeah. thirteen million. You said salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. So guess who on the hook only for three million? Yeah. The, guess who? Get, the Carolina Panthers only hooked for like four million of it. All right. Guess, guess what? Normal 100%. teams pay their backups. Yeah. And so, I also, I just want to mention this: that Baker can earn that three point five through incentives, so he still can make eighteen point eight through incentives. That that last three point five that he had, uh, you know, potentially took a pay cut for, he can earn the rest of that through incentives. Which is all good, but what I'm saying is. Why wouldn't Carolina do this? That one, that's the, for, the next question. For a quality backup, yeah. we only on the horn for $4 million. Man, and we are talking about did Baker Mayfield have the twos? Hell yeah, he had the twos. He got one of the best running backs that's in the game. He had at least out of the top 15 receivers, he had two of them on his team. Mm. He got goddamn five goddamn linemen. <laughs> that's pro bowlers. I mean, four of the five that are pro bowlers or all pros. Yeah. So we cannot sit here and talk about did he have the twos? He had the twos. Yeah. If you got five linemen and four of them are pro bowlers and all pros, that means you got a, a hell of a line. If you got a running back that's averaging five and a half yards of carriage carries that had what 1,500 
plus rushing yards. Oh, he's and he's you got three receivers. On, you got one that left midway through the season and would have been MVP of the Super Bowl if he wouldn't have got hurt. Mm. Well, let's not talk about did he have the two. The, the motherfucker didn't get it done. Only, only. Uh, I think, yeah, Pac, he left yeah. out. But I will yeah. say this with Pac-Man, though. He's right. One thing I do agree with Pac-Man is, is that that was clever, though. Because you, you pay a backup, but four million dollars, yeah, 100 percent. But then, so now let's say he doesn't beat Darnold out, right? Now he's your backup, playing and he only paying him right under five million dollars. And, and, and who wouldn't love now? I'm not a big Baker Mayfield fan, I'm gonna say that, but who wouldn't mind having him as the backup? Yeah, I mean, but do you think he'll be the backup because they essentially you know they traded they're the, for him? They're the same guy, they're him and Sam fifth, Donald, fifth round pick. Yeah, I think he may be a little bit more safer with the ball, but yeah, he can get bad at times too, you yeah, know but not as bad as Darnold. Yeah, so do, do you think Baker Mayfield ends up starting week one for the Carolina Panthers? To be honest, right, if this is like a bet, it would be like minus 110 or plus, <laughs> plus 110 because it's so hard to, to, to gauge if it's Darnold or if it's Baker Mayfield. And, yeah. and it's tough. I, I think they're the same guy. I think one guy has a little more heart. One guy is, is a little more passionate about the game. But, I mean, talent-wise, they're both just – Regular. Yeah, I want to put this into perspective, right? Because in 2020, Baker Mayfield actually had a really good season, man. You know, he helped, you know, the Cara, I mean, the Cleveland Browns, two C teams, Cleveland Browns get to the playoffs, right? And 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 it wasn't Baker's May, Mayfield's issue why they lost in the second round versus the Kansas City Chiefs, right? You know, Rashad Hollywood Higgins fumbled the ball at the one. I don't know if you yeah. remember that. They played, they played, yeah, well he, played he played really well, so it wasn't on him. I mean, the defense gave him some yards at the end of the game. They actually had to lead in, in the beginning of that game versus the Kansas City Chiefs, and, you know, they beat the Pittsburgh Steelers in, in round one. Wait, with the, with the, the backup playoffs. quarterback with the Chiefs, right? No, no, he was okay. Patrick Mahomes was back that game. Okay. Yeah, he was back okay. by then. Okay. So uh, I mean, he played really well when he was healthy. I think that gets lost sometimes in translation that you know Baker Mayfield probably shouldn't even play last year, right, Shady? We always talk about this as athletes, and and we have these discussions in the locker room where the guys who you know go out there and play through pain or play through injury, right? Because the teams seem like they have short term memory when you do go out there and play, and they know that you're not a hundred percent, and you don't perform to what you did whoa, in the whoa, past. Whoa. Are you? Oh, I, I'm sorry, you guys. Um, we're having a bad storm in Cincinnati right now. Like the <laughs> whole power just clicked <laughs> off, and you know the computer was on, but when the power clicked off, that clicked off the internet. So I didn't want you guys to think I was just getting off. Uh, no, you good, you good. We got a bad storm going on. But I'm glad you're back, Pack. I'm glad you're back because somebody, right? I'm just saying. Oh, 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 somebody in the studio is here trying to vouch to say that. Oh, the biggest reason why Baker Mayfield played so bad because he was banged up and hurt. Get the fuck out of here. Come on. Come on. Who said that? I said it. I said man, it. Man. Listen, listen bro. Can I tell I'm you something? Can, can, can I tell you something? Can I tell you what I say is a good Can I tell you one thing? Go can ahead. I tell you one thing? Go ahead. Who was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL last Who year? It, Say Who was it? it? Who was it? it damn sure wasn't him. It seemed like to me, Joe Burrows got sacked a hundred thousand times. I'm quite sure that Joe Burrows got hit more than any quarterback in the NFL this year, and probably the last year too. Like, come yeah, on, bro! I think, I like, think you cannot he, tell me that he he's not really getting hit. The shit I think because he, he talks so much, hit, man. I think because he talks so much, like come on, Baker Mayfield. You ever what I'm saying? Is where um the backups talking like starters and the starters talking like superstars? Mm. I think that's his issue. Is that he talks a big game like as if he's arrived or done enough, done enough to to talk like that. I mean, but let's put this in, also under perspective, Shady. Who were the Cleveland Browns before Baker Mayfield got there? 
They were the same people. The same when, team. He only had one. He only had one really winning season. Which okay, was, and that was before the injury in 2020, right? Okay. Yes, that's it. And and before that, his rookie year, he had him close to 500. I think they believe. I would no, think he was seven and nine. Close to 500. He played halfway through his rookie year. He. I don't even think. Did no, he no, play? it was only. I think he only. Uh, Tyrod Taylor, I believe, started the first. No, Tyrod games. Taylor started way more than the first mm-hmm. couple games because I think uh, Hugh it was Jackson was like three there. games. Yeah, was like, he, wasn't like, Hugh Jackson like, the coach then? It, yeah, it was like three games, man. It was three games. But, like, Baker Mayfield, like, the Cleveland Browns were always a laughingstock. Now they're in contention. Now, I'm not saying it's 100% because of Baker Mayfield. No way. To Shady's point, to your point, they have one of the top five offensive lines in the country, probably the best running game in the country, right? They had, you know, good receivers on the outside, Odell, Jarvis Landry, and Joku at tight end, and they had a solid defense. But Baker Mayfield in that 2020 year made some big-time throws. No, you're right. I I will give you that. In 2020, he did make some plays. He He made some plays. He was solid. But this last year, I mean, when a throwing 17 touchdowns and giving me 13 picks. I feel you on that. On. And I think, he, on, again, man. I don't think he should have played last year because he knew he was hurt. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I am your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy. And I'm Pac-Man Jones, and we're talking about Baker Mayfield being traded from the Cleveland Browns to the Carolina Panthers. LaShawn Shady McCoy, does Baker Mayfield give the Panthers a better chance than Sam Donald to win? I would say yes. I do. I would say yes. I think that I don't think he's super good like that, but I do think that he's good at managing games. I think his whole career, especially in the NFL, he's been good at that, having a solid running game, a solid defense with the Panthers have both. They have a solid, they have a hell of a running back. If he's healthy. C-Mac, if he can stay healthy. Yeah. With McCaffrey. Mm-hmm. The defense is really, really solid. They, they got they, a nice young defense. They keep adding yeah. no pieces to that defense. And the last thing about, I, I think, with, with Baker Mayfield is, one thing I got to give him credit for, man, he is tough. So yeah. he has that chip on his shoulder, and I can see him getting better. The only thing is, man, with him is, like, I I truly think that he, he reaches peak. I, I can't see him getting any more better. So the best we've seen in Baker Mayfield in 2020 years, that's the best we're, that's gonna the best we're going to but see. Isn't, I think hey, can I tell y'all something? Up seat Sam Donald, though. Can I, can I say something? Sam Donald. Go ahead, uh, Adam Packman, Joe. I, I ain't mean to interrupt y'all, but y'all oh, keep good? talking about how fucking good Baker Mayfield is. And I <laughs> only and I will say this, bro. Only time he really played good is against the Bengals, bro. Like, you got to think about it like this. The man averaged 14 interceptions per year. Is that a good quarterback? Yes or no? I'm going to say no. <laughs> that's That's not great. It's not horrible, though. 14 a huh? year? 14 picks a year? What? Oh, are you just telling me? What? Look it up. How many did Joe Burrow have last year? I don't. How many uh, wins? He, he went to the Super Bowl. Because <laughs> we about, I'm about to compare the wins, too. Why are you talking that shit? <laughs> that was the Joe next Burrow question. Joe won last year. You can't compare the wins. Huh? Joe Burrow only won last year. He didn't win the year before. Joe Burrow got hurt. What are you talking about? He got hurt. He got hurt. He hurt his knee. Joe Burrow had 14 picks. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. So what what are we saying? You see how many touchdowns he had? 34 touchdowns. (laughs) Yeah, you tripping, bro. 34 touchdown passes in one year. (laughs) The difference is 20. You're talking about a guy that's played four years that's got 90 touchdowns, 94 touchdowns, right? He got 56 Interceptions already. That's actually That's a pretty, 14 a year. 56. That's not a terrible uh, ratio, Shady. And, and, and then I will say this though. Oh my god. The, um, um, Bros, who you play? Who's your quarterbacks when you play? I mean, I ain't really had That's, why, That's, why, That's why your standards of quarterbacks are not to the standard. Hold on, hold on, Pac-Man. You ain't had great quarterbacks either. Don't be coming. Yeah, I had some good ones though. I had some way better than him. Hey, hey Pac-Man. When I played with Vy, when I played with Steve That's McNair. True. 
when I played with uh, uh go ahead, get him, uh, Sandy. Get him. Oh. What? Why right, his his prime was way better than this kid in his prime. Period. The games we played in Tennessee with VY, yeah. he was better than come on, bro. Mm. Like y'all come on, put some respect on his name, at least a little bit. Now I I understand what Shady's saying about the hype hype team and this. They wasn't that what he said they was gonna be. Yeah, I mean, I, I still I, think he gives, I, I, he gives them a better chance than Sam Donald to win, especially in the NFC. Shady, we know this. The NFC is down this year. This what uh, I this what I will say. Uh, if you really watched Sam Darnold last year before McCaffrey got hurt, yo, he was rolling, bro. Yeah, running the football. No, 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 no. Running, running the football. Don't don't look at numbers because they 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 dial stuff I, up no, for him in the red zone. Numbers don't lie. With come on, come on. I watched the game. I watched the game because at the time too. You know, I was gambling on games. Yeah, and I was like, wow. <laughs> why you? Oh, he's talking about last. I was like, last, why he was playing last year? So, um, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the game he got hurt against Houston, the yeah. whole offense changed. Uh, yeah. You weren't gambling while he was playing, Shady. Let's hold on. Let's set that straight for the record. I was gonna say, you might. Shady wasn't gambling playing. while he was playing. He's no, talking no, no, about no, no. after he, he got. Hurt. He didn't play last year. I was he didn't last play. Year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not. So, what what do you guys think happens to Sam Donald now? Pack. I let Pack go. What do you think happens to Sam Donald? Well, this this how I look at it. Shit, Sam Donald's got fifty two picks. He only two less than goddamn <laughs> Baker Mayfield. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but hey, but Baker is not the star. Hold on, hold on. You think it's gonna battle? You think it's a battle? They both is like it's like. It's like, oh, you know, it's a battle. Come on, yeah, I know. Come on. They also took Matt Carell in the third round too. The kid from Ole Miss. Oh, I like him. I like yeah. him a lot, actually. But they're the same guy. Would, man. How much do the, Shady? How much Shady? How much do they got uh, tied up in Sam Donald? Shady, he's making eighteen point eight this year. All right, he's making eighteen point eight. Oh, oh yeah. I, all right, that's cool okay. though. But it's tied that's up, right? So, and then they only playing four million out of the fourteen. Four point eight yeah. five. If I'm an owner, if you're an owner, Bose, if you're only Shady, what do you do? You got two okay guys. You know what I mean. We already got to pay you this money, so you are locked in. We don't, we got you for a bargain, but y'all pay, making around about the same thing. You can make about the same thing if you play good. So you got to make it a dog fight in camp. It's got to be a real dog fight. This got to be competitive every day. I mean, ain't no oh, I'm in the locker room helping my guy get better because that don't happen when you have these type of competitions in the locker room because yeah. it sets up Sam Donald and his guys. For the next what four years, if they if they pan out to play good, because if they play good, one of them gonna get paid. Whoever plays good, Sam Donald numbers is so bad. That's Look, what I'm saying. You talking about Sam numbers, Donald numbers? numbers. But, 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 but hold on, real quick. So, Pat, check it out. Now, hear me out for a second. Yeah. First game, right? They played the Jets. Now the Jets are the exactly. Jets because you played there. Chill, right? bro. Well, Chill. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> in, in NFL, that man, so disrespectful, lady. In, in NFL, it's all about elite. So he had 279 yards, right? Yeah. He was 35 or 24, and yeah. he had two touchdowns. He had one touchdown. Next game against the Saints, they won. 26 yeah, I remember seven, that game. Seven, right? So he had. They smoked them. Thir- look, 38 attempts, 26 um, completions, mm-hmm. 305 yards, right? He mm-hmm. had two touchdowns and one pick. Mm-hmm. Houston, right? This After this game, it got bad because McCaffrey got hurt this game. He had 34 attempts, 23 completions, 300 yards. He had about. He had no touchdowns. But. They won all three games when McCaffrey was playing. Okay. When McCaffrey got hurt, guess how many games trying. they lost in a row? Four. Six. Oh, four. You see what I'm saying? Okay. So yeah. what, what are you trying to say? You think it's so a big change on the offense, I'm saying, like, 
when you got two bad quarterbacks, it's a good competition. <laughs> so anything can happen. How is that a good competition when they both bad? I mean, hey, yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like it's like getting a high D <laughs> at a C plus. Yeah, come on. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? A high D and a real, real low C. Man, you oh, are like that. A, a, a F compared to a high D. What up? This is three-time NBA champ and former North Carolina Tar Heel Danny Green, and I'm taking you inside the green room alongside my guy Harrison Sanford as we discuss the latest in entertainment, culture, and of course basketball with some of the biggest names to ever lace them up. You'll hear from some of the best in the league right now, and you might just hear from a Hall of Famer or two. Tap in with us. You can find Inside the Green Room on Sirius XM, Pandora, Stitcher, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to follow the show so you never miss an episode. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. What's up, y'all? The Home Depot Retool Your School program is back on the yard and back at it again, bringing up to $150,000 in campus improvement grants to help upgrade and uplift your favorite HBCU campuses. Not only is Retool Your School partnering with HBCUs, but it's also inviting you to join by voting online only at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. You can vote as many times as you want, as often as you want, whenever you want, now through March 24th. If you want to support change across HBCU campuses, all you have to do is vote. So keep doing, keep building, and keep supporting HBCUs at retoolyourschool.com slash vote. Retool your school powered by purpose. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Donald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. He's my brother, former teammate, former first-round pick of the New York Jets in 2015, Pro Bowl defensive lineman, and he was traded to the Giants in the middle of the 2019 uh, season. My guy, Leonard Williams. Leo, what's good, man? Yeah, former teammate. That was a long time ago, man. You're the old old head now. Yeah, yeah. I ain't used to be on this side of it. I used to call you old, and now I'm in the same (laughs) boat. (laughs) The crazy thing is, you're in year eight now, right? Yeah, I'm in year eight now. Crazy story, uh, Shady and, and Adam Pac-Man Jones. So after the camp, this this is right before the season start, everybody goes out. And at the time, I think I'm only 28, right? His age right now, matter of fact, <laughs> right? So we all out, and I pull up later than everybody to the club, Shady. And Leo, as soon as he sees me, he was like, oh, we got the old heads out. I'm like, bro, I'm in my 20s. What you talking about, old head? And now he in that same predicament in year eight. At, right, at the time, I old. felt so young, man. At the time, <laughs> I felt so young. Hey, hey, Leonard, what's up, man? How you doing? Shady, I'm, man. I'm good. How you doing, man? We had some battles. Listen, this dude, well, you played with him, so you know yeah. him, but I'm yeah. talking about the preparation, you know, to go against him, strong, fast, smart. Yep. It's been a hell of a ride, especially when he's in Buffalo. I'm like, this dude is crazy. Yeah, you know, <laughs> game, I said, look, if you can't block him, 
Grab his hair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get this thing off. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's hilarious. Well, let's jump into it, man. Uh, you got a new head coach, Brian Dayball. Man, just talk about the transition from, you know, Joe Judge. Because I had heard some rumors in the locker room that, you know, guys were not quote unquote, but like kind of scared, you know, to even be themselves around Joe Judge during practice in the locker room. But I heard things have changed since Brian Dayball has been there. Just talk about that transition from uh, Joe Judge to Brian Dayball as head coach. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I don't have nothing bad to say about Joe Judd. I think he's a great coach. Uh, me and him personally had a pretty good relationship uh, on and off the field. Um, I think he just kind of comes from that, you know, Patriots uh, background. And it's a little more uh, strict, a little more like militant style. And, uh, you know, some people may say that, you know, it takes the, the fun away a little bit, um, you know, from what they like to do. But, uh, you know, having Coach Dayball in, uh, you know, you know, I think he's like a younger coach and he's like a player's coach type of guy. And and he came in and like I remember one of the first things I like noticed about this guy is he he made us do like an offense versus defense competition in the team meeting room in front of everybody. And he called out, you know, Dexter Lawrence and uh, and Shep, uh, Sterling Shepard. And they made him go up to the front of the room. And I'm over here thinking like, dang, what's this competition about to be? And he he hands a controller in both of their hands and and made them do like a Madden like two minute <laughs> competition up in the front of the room. And I I immediately thought that that was like such a cool thing and like a difference from it. And it was like a big difference from what we just came out of, you know, where we came from like a really strict um, type of system to where now we're kind of like in a more, you know, we, they still demand us to work hard, obviously, but it's a little more little more fun and I think having that fun brings a little more freedom to the players uh freedom to you know play the way you want to play on the field and also be the type of person you want to be uh in the locker room uh whether that's a leader vocal guy stuff like that I think it creates a little more comfortable atmosphere hey Leonard what's up this is Shady man hey now I had the the pleasure to um play for for Dayball so the things you're talking about I remember in the in in the team meeting room we had Sean McDermott who changed the whole culture up in Buffalo. Mm. And the one thing he would do to bring the team together, right, to get that bond on both sides of the ball, he would have these different, like, competitions. Yeah. So one day he, he might have um, a golf club, right, some on the defense, some on the offense. They come, and who could putt the best? Or one day he might have, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Madden, we like that. Might have the Madden come in there. You yeah. play one, one series of Madden. Yeah. So my question to you is, do you think this year will be different as far as um, um, winning games? Because I got I just got to keep it real. I got to ask you because the Giants for years. It's been a struggle. Right. So <laughs> going forward in that division, do you think you guys can really finally take over that division and be the head? Man, I think we definitely have the talent. Um, I think it just comes to the execution. Um, and I said this because I've been a part of multiple coaching changes in my career. You know, I played for a lot of head coaches already, and I've only been – I'm only on year eight. Right. Um, you know, come from the Jets to the Giants. And uh, I always kind of say, you know, in the end of the day, um, you know, it's a it's a player's team and right. it's going to take the players to win in the end of the day. And I think, uh, you know, it starts with the like the leadership on the team and, uh, you know, point looking at myself because, you know, like me and dudes were just joking about, um, you know, I'm one of the vets and old heads and on the team now. So uh, I think it takes guys like me and a few other guys that's going to step up and like really take control of the team. And, you know, regardless of what type of coaches we have come in and out, um, 
you know, if the players are still here, uh, we're going to be the ones that drive the team. And, you know, I, like I said, I think the talent is there. I think we can definitely – Yeah, I think we can compete in this division. Man. Hey, um, this is Pac-Man Jones on behalf of I'm Athlete tonight. Hey, thank you for coming, big boy. Um, yes, Leonard, my question is, at a certain point of your career, it's got to be about winning now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you, you've done a lot of stuff as far as the self-accolades. Only thing you haven't done is, you know, get to where you need to get to as far as the playoffs and, 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 and getting further on down the line. When you go into these situations, like, and coming off of that, how's the head coach? What is the tempo in the locker room? Um, knowing that y'all wasn't as healthy as y'all would like to been last year, you know, like, What's the tempo of Jones? Like, tell the listeners, like, what's the tempo? Like, do y'all believe y'all going to win? Uh, is it the same? You know, we, we, we hoping for a prayer. Like, what's the, what's the tempo when y'all, when y'all got out of OTAs? Uh, I mean, when I left OTAs, uh, I, I appreciate that question. You know, I want to keep it real. And, um, you know, I think the defense feels very fired up. We love Coach Wink. Uh, he's a very aggressive uh, blitz, like, you know, fuck it type of mentality. We're going to attack, you know, regardless of the down of situation. And I think as a defensive guy, you love that. Um, and I think we're really building it piece by piece on defense. And, uh, you know, I think once we get some, some things clicking on offense, because uh, like I said, I think we have the weapons. I think we just have to make sure they're all in alignment with each other and get things going. Um, I think this is a great team, to be honest. Uh, and I'm loving the coaches. And like I said, the atmosphere w with these new guys is just completely different. Um, guys are a little more free to compete. Uh, we're like talking trash to each other in practice. We're, you know, having brotherly talks in the in the locker room. And uh, I, I'm seeing a lot of good things that, that a winning team needs to win. And that's definitely a big part of my career going forward now because I haven't been to the playoffs yet. So year eight, having been to the playoffs, you know, I'm pretty – like I got a fire under my ass right now to start getting those. Mm. Well, Leo, bring Leo, in, let's, let's, hold let's on, dude. Bring in, bring, in, bring in, you know, some help in there too, you know. Y'all went high this year. Yeah, yeah. Come on, the draft. And got Kayvon in the draft mm -hmm. yes, from Oregon. Um, what do you think he can bring to the team? How's his tempo in practice? Does he does you know it's, it's it's a lot of guys that get to the league that don't understand the speed. You get yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, and yeah. to me, when I look at younger guys, if they can get the speed quick, everything else we know we're gonna be good with because you wouldn't be here if you weren't good enough to play. And and when you pick that high, if you can pick up the speed, you can pretty much find different things that you can be good at. You know what I mean, and, and through your repertoire when you pick through. So, what do you think about Kayvon? What, what do you think he can add to the team? How's his motor? You know what I mean. I mean, unfortunately, he was uh, in a red jersey. I can't really uh -oh. remember. Uh -oh. Yeah, that shit is head not head. good. Uh -oh. He had yeah. the hip injury, so he he didn't really do any OTAs. Just individual, right? Yeah, I think he was in OTAs for like maybe the first week, and then that was maybe first or second week. All right, what did you get out in the first or second week? Be, you you can tell us. Uh, I mean, I've seen a lot of speed and okay. good natural, um, like good natural hands. Um, 
But like I said, I, I didn't get to see too much of him. He has some, some great pass rushes in that first or two weeks and great get off. And uh, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does in camp when we get pads on. Can but, we ask uh, the real question? I was, I was about to ask you too. Question. Like 100%, this team is only going as far as Daniel Jones oh, takes Oh, thank them. you. Y'all playing so, around, yeah, I was man. about to ask it, but Pat dumped it in front of me. <laughs> so, yeah, so, like, so, you know so, that, but I had to ask Joe, about the With Joe Shane coming in, you know, trying to fix the offensive line because everybody was beat up last year. I mean, what have you seen from Daniel Jones? And do you believe he's the quarterback that can take you guys, you know, to the playoffs? You said you haven't been your whole career. You're trying to get there. Do you believe Daniel Jones what is thinking. the guy that can take you there? <laughs> oh, man. This is a tough question because knowing the guy, I know attribute-wise, he has everything it takes. Like, he's tall. He's fast. Uh, he has an arm. Uh, all those great things. But I think somewhere along the line, his mental ha- has to grow a little bit in order for us to take it to the next level. And that's coming from a teammate. That's coming from a friend. Uh, you know, I love this guy and uh, I want to see him succeed. I want to see the team succeed and I want to succeed. And um, I think it's just like his his confidence has to grow and his uh, mental uh, leadership a little bit on around the team has to grow a little bit. This is I Am Athlete Tonight. I'm your host, Lee J. Doosable, with my guys, LaShawn Shady McCoy and Adam Pac-Man Jones. And we're talking to my brother, Leonard Williams, Pro Bowl defensive lineman for the New York football giants. Another guy that, that was beat up last year, Saquon Barkley, right? And I, I've heard good things out of, you know, OTAs and, and the Giants camp that he's looking really good, looking strong. I know he came out and said, you know, he finally got confidence back in his knee from the injury. How has he looked out there in OTAs? And do you guys expect to see the Saquon we saw the first couple of years in the NFL tearing up the NFL? I mean, since I've been around the guy, since I got traded here, I've had nothing but respect for this guy, the way he carries himself around the team. He works hard. He's, you know, one of the first guys in, last guys out type of guy. Um, You know, he's constantly in there getting treatment and rehab. Um, You know, it's unfortunate that he's had to deal with injuries so much of his career. He's a freak uh, athlete. This man is squatting as much as uh, the defensive line. And, you know, he's running with the slot receivers and stuff like that. You know what I mean? This man is just a freak athlete. And uh, he's had an unfortunate, you know, layout of of injuries but but he's looking he's looking great right now and he's looking great every time I see him touch the ball since I've been a part of the Giants honestly if he's healthy and has the ball in his hands he looks amazing yeah I I will say this he's probably if I had to pick um you know who's probably my most talented running back I, I would go with Saquon I probably from just a talent standpoint oh, yeah no only um, just talent. He's yeah. talent. I would I would go with him or um, McCaffrey, but I probably go with them Saquon. Mm. Hey, hey, Leonard, Shady McCoy here. My, my last question for you, um, that now that you're in a better situation, I, I think with Dayball, because I played with him, he's been around successful coaches his whole yeah. career from college and the pros. Um, okay, so New York Giants, how, how would you, the ideal world for you guys, right? So Daniel Jones, he's, like you said, he needs the confidence. Everything else is good, but the confidence part, a healthy Saquon Barkley. What's the ideal world for you guys to, to actually go to that next level? Because if you look at the division, the Eagles, right, which is my favorite team, obviously, <laughs> but we're kind of still young, right? And, yeah. and I think the Cowboys is more a team that's just like, I don't know. People have pitted them in yeah, as the division like, winners. But they're up and down. Yeah. I think that Jerry world, man. It's Jerry world. <laughs> I hate it's funny. But I, I, I just say, I so in other words, like, what, are they, what do you think their expectations are this yeah, year? Yeah, like, right. Just like, I love the, the journey. So the, the beginning is, I'm sure nobody's picking the Giants, right? But 
in the middle, it might get changed at the yeah. end. It's the final results. So you have to get, uh, send me through that journey, man. What, what does that look like in the ideal world for you guys? Hey, I think like you said about the Cowboys, about them being up and down, uh, I think almost our whole division is like that, to be honest. I think almost every year I've played in this division, it's been up for grabs for almost yeah. any team. It, it always comes down to the wire near the end of the season when, like, Almost any team in our division can win the division, and I and I think that gives me hope because it's it's a competitive division, and um, you know I think it gives almost any team a chance really right now to to win the division. To be honest, and I, it's been like that the last three years I've been with the Giants. So so what quarterback? I always like to ask this question to players. So what quarterback you love to sack the most? <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know. That's a good question. And don't say Brady because he's he's forty plus. That don't count. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, he don't count. Uh, I mean, I like second division guys, to be honest. Or so, like Dyke Prescott's one of my favorite guys to sack. Okay, mm, and then hundred uh, percent. Yeah, and then uh, like I don't know, like like Lamar Jackson or something like that, just because like he's such like a you know mobile quarterback that like those type of quarterbacks are like hard to take down in the league. You know, like like Tom Brady, like. Although, like, everyone wants to sack him because he's, you know, the GOAT. <laughs> um, he's just – he goes down as soon as you get in the backfield. He's going to feel your presence and literally just lay down. So, yep. those are a little bit easier sacks because as soon as I beat my guy, I know that he's going down. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, guys like Lamar Jackson and, and guys like, you know, Dak Prescott, sometimes you beat your guy and it's still a whole second play you got to do to take him down. Well, you, you had a big game versus Russell Wilson, a guy like that too, right, two years ago up there in Seattle. Right, would you have three that game? Yeah, defense player of the week, you know. Mm, talk Ooh. bad to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Go ahead, Pat. Go ahead. Um, first of all, I I think you're one of those guys who you don't have to say, "Hey, turn on your motor." You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, of course, it, your numbers don't show how good of a player you is because of teams that you've been on and. You get you can get double more often than than, than a lot more other teams. Um, with all that being said, the main question is, and I hate to put you back on the sport spot right now, um, but as far as quarterback wise, relationship with quarterback, head coach, um, do, do you do do you think do you do you do you think that it's in the right place? to make it go where it need to go. You get what I'm saying? As far as the relationship, because if you look through some, some of the media, you know, some, sometimes he talks highly about him. Sometimes it can get here and there, but like, as a, as a locker room guy, you, you'd be like, all right, you know, I, I know that this is our guy. Um, and I think, I think the coach is saying like, this is our guy, but like, mm-hmm. Everybody, we, we don't get to get in the locker room. We don't get to get in the team meetings. You know what I mean? So only thing we get to do is listen and observe and and, and dilate what we're hearing. But um it's 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 a little wishy-washy to me. Like yeah, from being in the locker room, is 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 Jones the guy, man, or is it a fucking competition? I mean, I think it's a competition. Um you know, I think he is definitely having the starting spot and come camp and come preseason and first game and stuff like that. You know, they're giving him the spot, but I think it's definitely competition or they wouldn't have brought Tyrod there. You know what I mean? And uh, I think what I do like Tyra about I got my vote. 
sorry. <laughs> <laughs> you had to say that. Yeah, but what I do like about Dayball is like he he has that charisma and that character and that you know outgoing type of a uh, personality that I think he can bring that out of DJ, and I think that's um, the one thing, literally the one thing that I see if DJ got a little bit better at his those skills, he would he would be a great player. Um, well, yeah, yeah, two, hold on, uh, let me let me, let me go, go real quick, Pat. Uh, let's take it back. Uh, to 2019, because I know I told you it was only going to get you for 20 minutes. Thank you for spending this much time with us, Leo. Yeah, no um, let's just talk about you being on the Jets, right? Halfway through the season, you get traded to the New York Giants. You know, statistically, you didn't have the season that you had normally were used to getting. Two years before that, you were a pole bowler. Just talk about the journey that year. You know, what was going through your head as, you know, you were a top 10 pick, right? Usually mm. those guys get paid. And not only do you get traded, you get traded to the Crosstown team. Like, yeah. what, what was that situation like? I remember talking to you when all that happened, but just for the viewers to listen, like, like what was going through your head when all that happened? I mean, it was definitely a humbling experience. You know, I got drafted there. Uh, I'm, like, a pretty loyal, like, committed type of guy. So, like, I'm like, you know, this is my team till I die type of thing. And, uh, you know, like your boy was just saying, like, I'm never the type of guy that you need to tell, you know, turn it on because, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's practice, walkthrough, anything, I'm, I'm dialed in. And, uh, you know, I never missed a, a game of my career. And, uh, you know, DeBrickershaw Ferguson, uh, who I played with at the Jets, he was one of the guys who, you know, I seen him do that in his career. And I played 11-plus years, and I was just like, wow, you know, I want to I be like that. You know, I never missed a game yet uh, due to injury or nothing like that. Uh, but, you know, getting traded over there, it was definitely a humbling experience. Glass um, eater. <laughs> yes, I would have loved to have you on my team. <laughs> yes, sir. But yeah, getting traded was humbling, man. Uh, you know, I've I've always been at the peak of my of talent since you know high school. You know, I've always been you know five star recruit, like you know top All American in college. You know, getting drafted high, all these things. Uh, I've, I've always heard good things. You know what I mean? And, and when you finally get, you know that check, you know, you finally like, all right, it, it was good for me. You know, it, it, it made me lock in and, and remember what I really wanted. Um, you know, going to a, a team like the Giants who has a lot of great defensive linemen that's been through their, their legacy, you know, it made me like, it made me proud to like possibly be a part of that legacy as well. And I think yeah. it just like relit a fire under my ass that like, you know, this game can be taken from anybody at any time, no matter who you are. And um, I mean, he got lucky. You got, yeah, got, yeah. That's another I got, thing. I got lucky, man. You I, gotta I, say, I got to stay in the I was blessed because I can't – like, I literally went to the building one day wearing green. I went into the coach's GM office, talked to them. Next day I'm wearing blue. And I'm mm. like, I can't imagine that transition if I had to, like, pack up and fly somewhere – and like you know, get a new apartment for the, in the middle of the season too. Yeah, in the middle of the season. So like, I got lucky because I'm like, I didn't have to move. I didn't have to pack. I'm literally just, instead of going that way, I went this way in the morning. <laughs> they, hey, they did. They did your trade over over uh, lunch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying, hey, Leo. We got one quick question for you. I, I know you're a guy that that's into spearfishing. Talk about some things you like to do off in the off season. Uh, how did you get into spearfishing? Like, how did you get into that? And I know it's the thing that I love to do, and we, we've done some spearfishing yeah, together. Spear so, fishing. yeah. yeah, yeah man, me and my guy, dude. Dive in the water and spearfish. 
Yeah, so I basically, I had a small Airbnb house in Malibu. Um, it was right on the water. So I had like my own beach access and stuff like that. And this was right when COVID started. So it was about three years ago now. Yeah. And during that pandemic, I had my little brother staying with me and one of my college boys and his little brother staying with me. So it was like, you know, the bros all staying with us. I would go work out in the morning, come home, really nothing to do. I like looked outside one day, just started swimming, uh, started seeing a bunch of like coral reefs and all that type of stuff underwater. Mm-hmm. And then uh, I eventually like went to a small dive shop down the street. He set me up with like all the basics, like, you know, like an old school Hawaiian sling, mm. uh, some basic flippers and snorkel and stuff like that. I started diving like 10, 15 feet, catching small stuff. Oh, wow. And then I eventually put on like a, uh, I eventually met some people that, from my college, USC, that started taking me to like Catalina Island and stuff like that. And I got a full wetsuit at this point. I got like a real gun, like a rife gun. And we started catching like bigger stuff, like 20 pound yellowtails and uh big fish you know and now i've been doing it for like three years i've caught in like you know 60 pound grouper i've caught in uh uh, like a hundred pound tuna and stuff like that and what a lot of people think when i tell them spearfishing they think i'm like standing in shallow water (laughs) you know stabbing them nah we dive in the water it's like i have a snorkel and goggles on so no no scuba tank or nothing like that Mm. no scuba gear and I'm diving about 70 feet underwater and catching. Yeah. But we, I'm about, under the water, everything is so slow. So, like, yeah, like yeah. So, so is it harder to, like, stab? Well, no, fish? no. So it's a spear gun. So it's oh, shooting yeah, it's gun. on it. Oh, you got yeah. it. It's kind of like a harpoon. Yeah. Like, it has, like, oh, a... Oh, Shady, they trying to act like this shit easy. It's not oh, easy, no, no, Shady. No, you no. was drowned. Listen, bro. <laughs> I tried to do this shit one time. You tried uh, it, bro? Yeah. <laughs> and I had a tank on. Bro, oh. that shit is not for everybody. Oh, it's definitely. Home, I got a, I got a good friend. He's from Key West, Florida, and he does that. He dive real deep like you. Yeah. It's good in the keys. That's where I it's went. That's right, bro, we got a wrap, man. Let her thank you for stopping by with sure. us. Great great you, thank New you. York Giants defensive lineman Pro Bowl. Appreciate you stopping by, bro. Appreciate y'all, man. I am athlete tonight. It's part of the Sirius XM Sports Podcast Network. Support I Am Athlete tonight with a five-star rating and by leaving a review. That's a big deal, guys. Stop being lazy. Pick up your phones and leave a review and give us a five-star rating. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Want more? Catch the full two hours of I Am Athlete tonight, weekdays at 7 p.m. Eastern on Mad Dog Sports Radio, Sirius XM Channel 82. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash IAA Tonight Trial to start your free trial today. SiriusXM Podcasts. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! 
The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.